Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and welcome to my podcast. To be honest. Now let us set the energy of this episode together. Take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and let it out with a sigh. And you may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Unless, of course, you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Now, let your thoughts go. Let your past go, and take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all. Connected in a unified field of divine white light, and know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. Take another deep breath in. Five, four, three, two, one, and let it out with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right, my audience. Last episode, I shared the importance of having a healthy self-esteem. The reason is that when we have low self-esteem, it's more likely than not we interpret other people's comment. About us as an attack, and then we get defensive. So self-esteem is simply how you feel about yourself and how you judge your worth. Now, this evaluation has a profound impact on the choices you make, since it determines, to a great extent, what you consider yourself capable. And worthy of doing. I also mentioned that self-esteem is a state of mind, and the good news, therefore, is that it can be changed. However, you can only improve your self-esteem if you are first willing to challenge the negative feelings and judgments you have toward yourself. 
And I have emphasized many times over that self-awareness is the number one step because you simply cannot change what you are not aware of. And once you are aware of it, you have to own it. That means you have to acknowledge that you wish to improve and enhance the level of your self-esteem. So at this time, let me quickly recap uh, the first four common causes of low self-esteem. Now, number one is that most likely uh, when we are children, we have uninvolved or neglectful parents that did not manage to give us the emotional and psychological support that we needed at the time. So if that has not been healed, then most likely than not, we will bring that into our adulthood and then into our relationships. And the number two common cause of low self-esteem is having negative peers. The third is when we experienced trauma. In other words, any kind of abuse. It can be physical, emotional, sexual, psychological, verbal, or a combination of all of that. And the fourth that I covered last week is body image. Now, my audience, um, I am not going to repeat the details and explanation of each cause. So if you missed that, please go ahead and listen to episode 24. And in that episode, you will get the details and explanations of the four causes of low self-esteem that I just mentioned. So without further ado, I shall continue with the fifth common cause of low self-esteem. And that is what Amy Latour call it, a small fish in a big pond. I am sure you will agree with me when I say it is easy for young people to feel swallowed up in a world beyond their control. This leads to feelings of ineffectiveness, powerlessness, helplessness, worthlessness. Well, you get the picture. Although most people don't experience it until adulthood, it is possible for young people to go through the infamous existential crisis a time when the meaning of his or her life is called into question, such as, why am I here? What do I matter? What's the purpose of life? So, an inability to answer these questions can indeed pose a significant challenge for one's sense of self-worth. Okay. The sixth common cause of low self-esteem is having unrealistic goals. So whether the pressure comes from themselves, authority figures, 
or hears. Some young people expect way too much of themselves in terms of school achievement, extracurricular involvement, and/or social status. So, those who struggle academically may think they should be getting straight A's all the time. Those who perform well academically may try to take on too many other activities and expect to be the best at all of them. It's just not realistic, is it now? On the other hand, young people who crave popularity may expect everyone to like them, something that simply doesn't happen, because. No matter who you are, you can't please everyone. Just take a minute and think about this, audience. Now, if you don't like everyone, how could you expect everyone to like you? It's just another unrealistic goal. So, the inevitable failure to meet unrealistic goals may lead. To the feeling that you are a failure in general, and therefore lead to low self-esteem. Now, another common cause of low self-esteem is previous bad choices. The author Amy Latour she mentioned that sometimes we get locked into a certain pattern of decision making and acting, which is very accurate. Particularly when we are not conscious about them, or we don't know how to self-examine and self-reflect on our thinking process, that lead us to unwise choices, and therefore lead to unwise behaviors. Perhaps you haven't been a very good friend in the past. Or maybe you didn't apply yourself in school, or maybe you participated in risky behaviors like drug use or unprotected sex. So now you might think you are just that type of person who behaves in those ways, and you may even dislike yourself significantly because of past choices that you made. But don't think you can change them. Therefore, you don't even bother to try. So you continue making choices that reinforce your own negative self-view, and again, it leads to low self-esteem. All right, my audience, I want you to pay attention to the. Eighth common cause of low self-esteem. Now, this is the last common cause that I'm going to cover in this episode. However, it is one of the most important causes, as far as I'm concerned, and that is negative thought patterns. Now, my audience, more likely than not. Most of us do not realize that when you get used to feeling, thinking, and talking about yourself in a particular way, 
it becomes a habit. You have probably heard of muscle memory. It means once you have performed a certain physical activity, like riding a bike over and over again, your brain automatically signals your muscles to do whatever that activity requires. For instance, keeping you balanced on the seat. So your thoughts and feelings actually work in the same way sometimes. If you have often felt that you are worthless or inferior, that you are not as good as the other person, so if you constantly think negative thoughts and say negative things about yourself, then you are likely to go on feeling and thinking the same way unless you break the cycle by challenging your negative thoughts and feelings about yourself. So. Just as our muscle memory can learn the wrong way to perform a physical activity, our thought and feeling memories can also learn inaccurate patterns. So, my audience, be mindful of that. From last week's episode twenty-four and this week episode twenty-five. You have come to learn the eight common causes of low self-esteem. Now, please be aware that in no way I am saying these are only the eight causes. However, they are definitely fairly common. As a matter of fact, as far as I'm concerned, the last one that I mentioned, the development. Of negative thought patterns, I dare say, is responsible for the persistence of low self-esteem in most people, regardless of the initial causes, and that is based on my professional experience. I see that in a lot, and I mean a lot. Of my clients, and the good news is, it is scientifically proven, based on CBT, or recently MCBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and mindful cognitive behavioral therapy, change your thoughts, change your life. So, my audience, it is important for you to examine situations in your lives. May it be at home, in school, if you are still a student, your social spheres, as well as your own attitudes and thoughts relating to your bodies, your goals. Whether they are unrealistic, past choices, and your sense of purpose, in order to identify your potential sources of causing you to have low self-esteem. So I hope with these eight common causes of 
low self-esteem, it will help you to evaluate your own causes. And the important thing to remember while you are doing this self-evaluation is that it may extend over a period of months or even years. However, it is that in almost every situation or condition, you can make choices that will improve your thinking and improve your life. Remember what I just said? Change your thoughts, change your life. Whether you believe it at this very moment or not, you have unique interests, strengths, skills, and feelings that suit you for many purposes. And in the long run, can be of great benefit to you and those around you. Don't forget that. So as you think about who and why you are, be sure to be on the lookout for these unique aspects of yourself. I can guarantee you, my audience, that they will speak to you if you listen for them. And when you do, when you feel in sync with what makes you unique, your self-esteem meter just might register some of its all-time highest ratings. So I wish you well, have fun, and enjoy your own self-evaluation. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. 